Three Amazon sellers. Three Amazon sellers. Entertaining conversation with some of the brightest minds in online business. This is the one-stop shop to start or scale your business further than you could ever imagine. Ever imagine. Welcome to the Buy Box Bandits Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Vibox Bandits podcast here for episode seven. Got a great guest here back with the boys. Once again, coming to you guys remote, but I'm not here for another good episode. Today, we have our man Cody does Amazon, Cody McCarson. He is reselling extraordinaire. He's a family man, part-time NFT degen. Overall, very good guy, full-time <laughs> Amazon seller. Um, as of the past few years, we're excited to dive into a little bit of his store today. We got some great questions from Instagram as well. So excited to get Cody on the air today. Cody, how you doing today, my man? Man, I'm great. That was a good introduction. Thanks. I was going to say, did you plan that? That was impressive. Yeah, I was mean, impressive. like you, they didn't have confidence in me. I was like, I got this guy. <laughs> nah, he definitely scripted that. He 1000% scripted I, that today. The, I, I kind of, yeah, I wanted to have it ahead of time. Let's good, but I didn't script it. No, I had it off, I had it off the dome. Awesome. Big, awesome. Big, so we'll get right episode. into it. Big episode. Cody. Big episode this indeed. Is the yeah. First guest on the first Buy Box podcast. So the best one oh so God, far, the number course. number one guest. Uh, <laughs> unda- undoubtedly. Yeah, overwhelmingly. But yeah, Cody, so you're a full-time reseller now. How did all of this start for you? I, you know, we all, you know, know fragments of your story, but I'm excited for our viewers to learn how you went from a few years in the corporate world, um, raising your family like you do today, to shifting over to being a full-time reseller, specifically through Amazon these days. So if you want to take us back to the start and just walk us through kind of the whole process, we got a lot of time here. We'd love to hear about your story and everything. So just take us back to square run and how did you get into all this? Yeah, and maybe even what you were doing before too, like what was your day job before? Okay, how, yeah, how sure. So this is like a Joe Rogan type pie. We're just going to chat for a while. Yeah. Okay. For it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go quick with the boring stuff. So um, I'm just here to try to learn how to buy box bandit like Garrett does. I, I, I want to <laughs> oh, buy box oh, yeah. from all Back these other the and different people. I want to I take the, the hot stuff. So, um, okay. So I started um, reselling like super on the side um, in 2017. Uh, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V did a, uh, the flip challenge. Um, I, if you look back at my Instagram, like all the way back, you can see where I kind of went. I knew I wanted to put content out because I was listening to a ton of Gary V and he's like, just share your life, you know, just, just document, talk about yourself. There, there are some of his videos I listened to probably legitimately 30 or 40 times, like hour long clips that I would just, you know, um, my favorite is that Monday clip about Monday. That, yeah, here. that's fine. The, the white t-shirt. Yeah. The white t-shirt. Yep. Yep. Right, sorry. Continue. What does he say about it? I you will show you later. Yeah, you need you need to watch you need to watch. I went through this whole. I mean, like he completely transformed the way I thought about life. And and, and what's funny, the job that I ultimately left, is, the owner of that business is the one who introduced me to Gary Vee, which is funny. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, uh, and he wasn't happy about me leaving. But um, I, the the challenge was something like sell twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff um, in in the year twenty seventeen or so. I don't remember. Yeah. Exactly. I need to look that up. Um, but I went for it and. Um, I didn't make it. I think we sold like seven or eight thousand our first right. year. Still though, you know, not a not a bad first month for something or for first year for something part time. And what platforms yeah. was that on? Um, that was mainly local, and then we got into oh, eBay. That's gotcha. when we we tra- we transitioned from local to eBay, and then um, I, I kind of just have an itch when I have something I'm trying to do. Like I'll just kind of 
maybe even push too hard uh, sometimes. That's, that's how Danny is. Danny's told us about that. Yep. Yeah, uh, and, like dive into things at first. Yep. And kind of I figure it out as you that, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's almost a character flaw, right? Like it's almost like you know something's wrong be. with me. Uh, which I mean, it's, I mean, it's good and bad, I think. Um, yep. You just kind of learn to like roll with things, but yeah, sometimes I get in over my head. Channel it, channel it. Yeah. 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 You'll learn yourself. Um, I, uh, um, there, we found a source that was doing uh seven foot Amazon return pallets. So like these giant, um, mm. just random Amazon returns. And we did one and we made like a lot of, at the time it was a lot of money to us, but we made a lot on it. And, um, and so we did, uh, it was 14 or 17 more back to back to back. And we were just selling stuff back on eBay and Facebook and just like blowing it up. Out and of your garage or where were you storing everything? Super out of my garage. Like these things, we were literally bringing them in, breaking them down at night after work. And I, I, I have memories like my kitchen all the way, in, like all the way through it, just being like stacks of crap everywhere of, you know, just like, and I, I'm sure everybody has memories like that, but that was like the moment where I realized, oh crap, like I could, I could, I could do this. Like I, like I'm making yeah. enough money where I could, you know, I could tell the the man to go away. And, um, and so then, um, there was a couple of things from that same source that we were able to sell on Amazon for like a lot, a lot more. And so we started doing that super against TOS. Like it was like, um, uh, uh, like it was definitely not new. And we like some of it looking back, like I would never touch now, but yeah, we got lucky and skated by somehow. And then we went from there to doing a lot of books. Um, I remember one day I was at a flea market and I, I had bought like, um, like it was like eye level high stack of um, used books. And I went, I, I was so excited. I came to my wife and I said, we're going to be like rich. Like we're going to like, I've got <laughs> these books and we're going to be like, they're like scanning for like $30 a piece. We're going to be rich. And so I, so I bought those and then, uh, you know, the rest is kind of history. I, I got, um, I got involved with um, a, a group that was doing a close friends and they found an eye gel um, that was, you could buy for $9 and it was selling for like $50 and it would sell as soon as you picked it up. And um, that was my first bolo, you know, uh, quote unquote. Um, and um, we went to every freaking Walgreens and Publix and uh, you know, everywhere that carried Publix? that. Publix? That's literally a girl, like that's the grocery store my grocery. grandma shops at. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's one near me. Nope. Um, and we were, uh, I mean, yeah. we're making money hand over fit. Like I look back, like I've only had, you know, six or seven things like that that were so amazing, but um, that changed our life because we were able to really put some money into the business. And I, I have a picture somewhere of these eye, eye, is eye drops or eye gel. I forget what it was, genteel, uh, something or another, but I had them like four out, like a flex picture and i had it like stacked up like above my head and it was so many and and, and i was shipping them in a just a, a stupid way like i like I, I i have no idea how they actually got to the customer uh, but i made a lot of mistakes but you know um we kind of went for it and from there we um we did a lot of books for a while and then um at uh i i initially left my job to help start another insurance agency um i was working for state farm is just like a um service monkey like just like front you know front of the team and then i went and um partnered and started a a farmer's insurance and there was an exit there and um sold and um and then instead of going and looking for the next thing i was just kind of like well you know i'm gonna i'm gonna just resell and work for myself you know i've got five kids and i I like my kids and you know my wife and i uh, he he likes his kids (laughs) good to know (laughs) hey some people don't um but you know um 
I wanted to be able to spend more time, you know, in with, you know, with my family and we were doing a lot, a lot of trips at the time. And so, um, you know, we're going on almost two years of, uh, you know, yeah, I was going to ask for the timeline. Yeah. And so, and to kind of give it some perspective for the viewers from that point where you did that Gary V challenge to that kind of eye opening moment where you were like, Oh, I can potentially do this full time. What kind of time span are we talking? Um, I guess it would be over first year was nothing really. Um, second year, I think we did 20 or something like that. Like we, we were, we were close to our, the goal for our first year. And then, um, 2019, uh, would be our first six figure year. And then, uh, 2020 was what it was. Um, and then, uh, you know, 2021. So it, so We've done over six figures a year since 2019. Uh, before that, so, we were like super part time. Yeah. So, I mean, so we're talking about the span of a couple of years where kind of that realization finally took, uh, kicked in. Yeah. You know, I see it a lot with, um, you know, people that I've helped before, like the cogs kind of connected for us. Like at some yeah. point we're like, oh, if we do A, then B will happen. If we do, you know, X, Y, and mm -hmm. we, we, we were able to, you know, fund it, you know, we, we, we finally were, you know, um, we didn't take any money from the business for like a long time. And, um, you know, that capital snowballs, like Miles talks about it on his Instagram. It's like yeah. you know, month over month, 30, 40%. Like that is uh, just insanity great. when you like look at it. And obviously, you know, there's like fees yeah. that come in, but assuming every, it was a perfect world and everything just snowballed. It's crazy. What like even 25% can do, you know, yeah. monthly or three weeks, five weeks, whatever across a year. And so you're currently doing OA and RA, right? Online and retail arbitrage? Yep. Zero wholesale, um, just OA, RA. Um, we, do, we do some thrifting. We have an eBay um, and then we're doing some books too. Mm -hmm. so but yeah, but the, the majority being just arbitrage, whether it be from retail stores or retail websites. Yeah. The last six months were closer to 60% OA, 40% RA. Good. Um, and I know that's been a, that's been a focus for you, right? Yeah. We want to be more OA. Yeah. Um, how has that transition been going from RA to OA? What would you the biggest uh, hardships of it are so far? Yeah. So um, RA is good because uh, for a long time, you know, we were, we had payability. Uh, and so we were literally like, we're paying out the nose for them, but what it, what it was, it, we were able to be a lot bigger than we, you know, actually were because, there were days where we would go and shop everything would sell that day as long as you ship it the same day you get paid on it the next day through them and then we just you know um lather and repeat that you know like uh over and over and over again um and so that that's how we kind of grew from the you know um like whatever year it was we we like quadrupled the year before because we were we figured out capital um but uh I would say the biggest challenge is just, um, you know, arbitrage is competitive as crap. And, um, mm -hmm. and so, uh, you know, I've told Garrett this before, we didn't use Keepa until like, like less than a year ago yeah. or something. Like there, that is ridiculously impressive. You're able to do what you're able to do without. Keepa. Yeah. How did you do it? Just sales, right? Just kind of get, I mean, we were just kind of guessing we, we would do good with test orders, but it like, I remember having okay. conversations where it was like, I'm just going to get one of these and just see what happens. <laughs> you know, like, like we'll, just, we'll just put one for sale and see how fast it that, sells. That's sometimes the best way. The keep is not yeah. always accurate. It nope. shows yeah. most of the story, but not the whole thing. So it's definitely a good way. I also, I want to touch back to the payability real quick. Cause I think some people who are watching this might are, might want to, or consider using it. And I know mm -hmm. for me, my experience with payability was 
it was amazing the first time. The first payout was great. After that, for me, I, I didn't like it as much just because of how much it really truly cost in fees. I'm just curious if that's how it was for you because I know you said you were paying uh, out the nose. But uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> yeah, so um, payability is uh, good for the right person. Um, I don't suggest it for higher volume sellers. Um, it's it's tough, you know. Um, I I, uh, I I think they give capital away more easily than everybody else does, um, you know. So that's that's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. I um, I have a friend who used payability. And got deeply in debt and like it didn't help his business at all because he didn't yeah. use it the right way. So yeah. yeah. And the other thing is their fees are, yeah, you know, I don't want to say dishonest. Um, because I, I, you know, I'm technically an affiliate for them, but like um they uh they say it's one percent or two percent or whatever, but if it sits for two, um like if uh, it it's double that sometimes. So like you're literally paying double what you think you're paying. Uh, yeah, so I, like it, I had the same exact experience. I thought the fees weren't uh disclose as properly as they should have and it just mm. kind of compounds uh yeah and but, I, was, yeah. I was close to that debt situation but you know i was able yeah. to get out of it but like it was it, it yeah like it was good that first one because they give you that lump sum but mm -hmm. after that you really see how much they're taking off the top and it's crazy if somebody yeah. doesn't have any money and they're they're starting at like five or ten k a month and they want to go to a hundred you just got have capital and you're probably going to overpay it so poor, overpay for it and that's what we did um, and, it, and it you know we were smart with it but it it, it can be dangerous um so you know i mean that's I the thing about it go ahead i was just going to say that's the thing about an inventory-based business right when you start to scale mm -hmm. that's where the you know the discrepancies lie right if your business is consistent you have money flowing in you have money flowing out everything's cool right but then once you start 2x and 3x in your revenue then, well, that money's got to come from somewhere, especially being that we all purchase on capital or credit. Yeah. There's going to yeah. be walls and everything. Like, I think payability can kind of help you climb over that wall. Um, I mean, eventually you're going to hit credit card limits and you want to keep going, but you can't just because you're just not able to purchase more inventory. So there's always walls in this yeah. business that you have to overcome. And the same thing goes for finding stuff to purchase too. Yeah, I think definitely you always got to be Cody. You talk a lot about you're a big, big subscriber of a ton of leads groups, a ton of just groups in general, because you want to just get exposure to as much stuff as possible. Kind of, you know, tap in as many people's, I don't want to say brains, but like sourcing catalogs of stuff they're making available. And so that shows that like, clearly you're interested in investing and finding these different things and it's paying off. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, Cody's mantra is as long as the biz as long as the Discord group is making you money, then stick with it. How, how has been your experience with the Discord groups and the and the paid leads list? Or, yeah, paid, or paying for leads, I mean. Yeah, the very first one that I was a part of with the one that had like all the drama that happened. Um, they uh, you know, it was just a close friends and it was just some guy, like the one that I do now, it's just some guy that's just talking every day. Hey, I'm at Walmart and I stand yeah. there and it's profitable. That's exactly yeah. Our Bolo group isn't close friends anymore. It's Discord now, right? It's both. So, like, uh, if I look at my phone, I probably put like fifteen or twenty things on on my story today. They're just close friends. Lit. But it's so lit. Yeah. I I remember literally like right when we met. Um, I was on it and I was just seeing everything. It's literally like you like. And how many people are on it? Like under a hundred, right? Nine. We have ninety nine members. So we exactly. And it's just a close friends of this man going in like buy this, buy this, just taking care of people. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. 
Um, but yeah, so who were you taking inspiration from when you were getting started learning the Amazon part of things? Because obviously Gary Vee helped you get into it, but right. who actually showed you like the tactical, like this is how you do it stuff? Yeah, um, I think of people like on YouTube, um, you know, I, I learned a lot from just kind of, you know, hunting and pecking on, on, on YouTube and then Instagram, you know, um, shout out to insane FBA hustle. Um, I paid, I paid him, um, in the beginning for consulting. And then, uh, like I've paid two people for consulting this month. I, I love to pay people for consulting. It's like my favorite thing to do. Um, but, um, you know, um, insane FBA hustle, um, there's other people that I, that I, you know, kind of did the same thing with, um, in the beginning, but it was kind of, I remember messaging, uh, just strangers and just being like, Hey, uh, I, I should go back and frame those. Cause like, it would be funny now. Um, yeah, there was, there was a group that I was in on Facebook called entrepreneurs, a super entrepreneur or something, you know, kind of cringy like that. And, and there was a guy that said he sold an F So I just like was DMing this guy every day. I remember sitting with my first FBA shipment and like, it sat there for like three weeks because I was terrified to send it in because I was like, there's no, I, I don't know what to do, you know, like, and, uh, and, and I was like cold messaging, like, I, I probably went back and forth to this guy, like, like a bunch, like over weeks trying to get that first. It's, it is interesting to hear you say just message strangers. I mean, now that I think, dude, I message strangers every single day, like multiple and strangers message me. It's interesting to think about it yeah. that way. Now that you're way more like, it, you know in the community and everything i'm sure it doesn't feel like actual strangers because you know like they're doing the same but it is interesting to hear like you said because it is true i mean definitely but that's the beauty of social media in general you know we we probably met you know last april may or so um something like that and i saw you were putting stuff out and i immediately i think like the week we met i added you to our group chat which is what these guys are in we all kind of formed that little nucleus um which is pretty cool yeah, yeah so i, I appreciate all you put out and and, and we, we yeah met in person, person in august that was fun me and cody went up on the uh that was yeah that was why uh, did you go up there that's absolutely who, terrifying how did that happen how did that happen Garrett Danny? made us go up <laughs> i think cody wanted to i did not want yeah to cody, cody wanted to so yeah. for people that did not come with amazon lit he was there just sitting up there i was like i want yeah. this guy to see my face like you're know, like i want to know this yeah. guy so for the people that don't know this was the I think what was it called? The just Amazon seller conference. No, Miami twenty twenty one. It was called Miami twenty twenty one. Ran by uh, Taylor Jones and and Romer the Romer, future guests of the podcast. And uh, and they had this thing called hot seats, and uh, basically seller goes up, sits in front of the panel, which was Amazon lit. Uh, I don't want a bunch of the names, but there's a bunch of really book flipper. Yeah, book yeah, flippers, yeah, awesome big guys. time guys, big time guys, and then Taylor. And they would just analyze your business. And I, I did not want to go up kidding, at all. Kidding. And uh, Garrett pointed to me and made me go up. And then Cody, pretty, yeah, went, yeah. Cody and I went up together. Yeah, that was, that was good. Uh, that was actually, that helped. That helped not being up there alone. Yeah, so I have, I have something I, I want to hear from Cody that I think will, will benefit a lot of people that are more in the starting process. What are some of the big mistakes you made as you were going the past couple of years? And what are the big things you would do differently, which fairly similar question, but what would you do differently if you could go through the past few years? Like what maybe would have gotten you from it being a total side thing new to you to full-time quicker? Could you do it over again, knowing what you know now? Yeah. Um, I would say just capital, like, uh, then looking back, <clears throat> I always knew what to buy and, and like every moment of every day it's in, it's like in my brain, like I know, like there's like, hundreds of things that if you know if i had uh, you know more capital i could you know i could do even today like you know capital is um 
uh, it's, it's so important. So, I, you know, I think early on, two things I, you know, I, tactically I probably would have done, um, I would have figured out how to get capital sooner. Uh, Cause like money's everywhere. Like, like every, everybody is willing, like, like you can find hard, like, I don't know if it's called, is it hard money? Or hard, it, I think it is hard, called yeah. hard money. I don't know which, which money it is. Both of them probably, uh, but like you can, you can, like you can get money everywhere. Um, so I think I would have figured out capital sooner. Um, and then the other thing I think I would have done is come up, I, I would have, um, approached, like, I know you guys were saying on one episode, like you guys, you know, profiting, like all of you are profiting more than me. Um, like, I, like I still haven't hit six figures as far as what I'm, what I'm paying myself, but I, I would go to some heavy hitter RAOA guy, uh, maybe like some that come to mind, the reselling teacher. Um, Ooh, you know, he's a good dude. Yeah. yeah, he's a good dude. You need to get, that guy's a freaking genius. Like he's like, uh, and by the way, a lot of these guys that are hardly on social media are super quiet. They're they're like selling like ridiculous stuff, and they're just, oh yeah, they're not into the personal brand thing, which you know is, is that's cool, yeah, definitely. But I would I would approach one of those guys and I would say I'll give you five percent of everything I sell, or maybe all of my payouts, or something like that. But I want your play by play every time you you know put an effing order on the screen and hit buy. I want a picture of it, and I would give you know I think that's that's something something I would do because if you have that's the capital. If, I think that's the only way to automate, you know, like, I think, I think that's uh, I don't think I, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry. Daniel. Um, <laughs> make that True. Yeah. Make that is a, that is a testy word around these parts, <laughs> but I think it's a clever way to do it because if, if there's trust between those two people, you know, I, I think you could, you could blow somebody up if they had capital, you know, um, uh, I, I, th- I think that's what I would do. So it was a, kind of a long answer. Definitely. Are, are you like, what, what ways today, or how were you, uh, like, or how are you actively searching for more capital right now? Um, or if you are, well, credit cards, lines of credit, loans, what? Yeah, we've been slowly and methodically increasing our line of credit, just just credit cards. Um, okay. So, so we we've got um, we didn't apply for the Amex Gold when we got that because um, we're where that we got the invitation, but we had just oh, applied yeah. for something. We were, we, we had just applied for something else. And so I, I'm scared to do it back to back. You know, like I want to, like, I don't want to get declined. And then, well, know, if so. you get declined, you call the reconsideration line. Worst comes to worst that, you know, like yeah, you I, could, you could get declined in six months. I didn't know too, what and then you'd have to wait more. Line was until Miles told me. About yeah. But I'm yeah, hit. That's, that's helped me a lot. Yeah. Tip. That helped me get two Amex's. On the reconsideration line. If I get, if I get declined. Like, hey, yeah, I'll send you the, yeah there's like there's a whole like underground community of reddit people like you, like putting people on this good, stuff though. you should be good though as long if because it goes off your business so as long as they'll like ping your business to see if it's real and if it's real they'll give you somewhat of a limit and then you and then it just grows from there and the amex gold like like the limit like if you come close to maxing it out or max it out every month and then once you pay it off they almost double it like each time at least that's what my experience was nice that would be nice. They're yeah, really rewarding. Limit. Yeah. What was that? Do they do they only offer soft limits for their A- business cards? Amex Gold and Platinum is Plan- a soft, and is a, is a soft Plum, limit. I think. Yeah. Plum is also a soft limit, and then the blue cards have a have a hard. Uh, yeah, hard and limit. for context, that means like basically like a hard limit would be like a send number they give you, and a soft limit means that, it's more flexible. That's from the but start, yeah, though. Boring, boring stuff we don't need to talk about on here. Yeah. So getting back to Amazon, Cody. So one of the um, major themes of the Instagram questions um, was about your RA sourcing trips, and I think that's for anyone <laughs> that follows you on Instagram. That's something that I would say you're pretty renowned for, right? Yes, Taking the family, definitely. 
yeah. uprooting them and just, you know, have, going on a trip, staying in a bunch of hotels, planning your trip, um, sourcing along the way, and just really making it a, a sort of a family vacation while working, yeah. right? And so a lot of the questions came about, you know, planning that trip. Can you, so can you talk about the audience through how those trips get created and sort of the plan you go put into it? Yeah, well, um, the, let me start with the reason why that's so fun for me. When I was a kid, like I was, I was in the foster care system. Like I was like, like super like, um, poor. And, um, you know, and then when, when I was adopted by my grandmother, um, she was super poor. And so like the first time, I don't want to say the first time, but like the first times I remember like even like going out to eat to like restaurants and stuff like that was like in high school, like, you know, like, so traveling to another state or like a water park or like, you know, um, you see us go to Savannah a lot. Like there's a lot of really fun stuff to do there. Um, you know, it's just fun as crap to me. Like I just enjoy the heck out of it. You know, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> that so, uh, you know, the first time going to Disney, um, uh, w- with my kids was the first time I'd been to Disney. And so it's like, you know, like you get kind of, so that's why that's kind of appealing to us, uh, or to me at least. Um, but you know, um, when we were really considering reselling part of the thing that kept us going was every weekend, you know, we were just charging a trip to the business because it was so profitable to drive, you know, we live in Atlanta. So we would drive down to Panama city or we'd drive over to Birmingham or we'd drive up North to uh, Tennessee. There's a water park that we go to a lot there. Um, but like, if there's a hot bolo item that, you know, you're profiting, you know, a hundred dollars, if you can find five of them, going to every store, you know, you, you can, you can justify doing a, a family vacation, you know, short mini trip. So with all that said, um, practically what we do is we find an item, uh, you know, uh, we're fishing, you know, I spend a lot of money on bolo groups and OA and uh, lead lists and, you know, the whole bit. Um, we find an item that is super hot and um, then we use Brickstick Extreme. We track it down, you know, uh, where can we find it? And that's our anchor product. I'm doing air quotes. That's what I was gonna say. I know you have like a I knew, yeah, I defeat yeah. yeah. So explain explain what an anchor product is. And and brick seek just for context for people who might not be familiar. Yeah. So uh retail arbitrage, you're driving, you're like literally getting in your car and driving to a store. And the worst feeling is getting to the store and leaving and not finding anything. Yeah, right. The worst thing. So the interrupt you. How often does that happen? Sorry to interrupt you. Um, well, I mean, now not, not very often. Like I can't even remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, and it's, it's more so that he's better at sourcing. So there's other stuff yeah. to find and you're more tapped in. Yeah. The multiple he's stuff. just more tuned in. All right. So yeah, yeah, continue. But if you can have an order pickup at target and you know, it's there, that just paid for the trip there and it paid for your Ooh, time major key, major, major key. I know Garrett and I do this too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Scheduling can. order pickups for retail arbitrage. So helpful. Game COVID changed. COVID really accelerated that. Yes. Yeah, stores making that available. Major you just key get a notification. Hey, there's $30 worth of profit. You just got to come pick it up. Oh, and by the way, feel free to walk down all our aisles and see what else you can find to resell, you know, like, yeah. uh, yeah. so, so the anchor product, if you can get an order pickup, that's cool. But if not, you know, um, Brickseek didn't have any in stock yesterday. Brickseek is like a, a backend thing. Uh, yeah, it's uh, like thirty stock. bucks a month or something, fifty bucks a month. Yeah, yeah, I like a data bucks. aggregator. Yeah, it keeps up with this the stock in different stores, so I can type in, um, you know, uh, Magic Mixy toy, um, which stores have them, and then there's like three stores in Atlanta, and then you know I'm kind of watching it, and so yesterday this store didn't have any, but today it shows they have six plus, 
that's a really good indicator that my anchor product is there. And so then I drive to um, that store and, um, and pick it up. And then, you know, a lot of times what happens is because I'm watching the discords and the bolo groups and the different thing and, and like, you know, just my close friend, uh, like not my close friends, people like just my buddies that are also doing the same thing that I'm talking with, you know, uh, there's usually a lot of other crap there to buy. And, um, and that's how we do it. Uh, you know, so we find that and then we make a route of all the stores that are like that up to the water park and the kids freaking love it because we, you know, do a competition, you know, each they've kid. Got, they've the got the vision in mind. They got the water park in their mind. Right. And then they get to go in and, you know, get get uh, candy at their store or they get, you know, like, uh, so it's, it's it's been a good thing for And I think smaller sellers that are just doing it part time, it's a good way to scale too, because, right. it, you know, you spend $200 on a, a, a night. Uh, or you know or something like that and then you drive up and you get to hit you know most people that are doing ra enjoy doing ra you know that like uh, i know that's you got true it's yeah RA's, that is that is RA's, true RA's, now that i think about it yeah fun. it's definitely a good time love, and especially the way the, the way you're talking about you kind of gamify it almost for your children and make a oh for sure make a thing about it which is helpful for people that are listening that may be uneasy about going into stores especially they may feel like awkward because they're older or because they have children but it's mm-hmm. i mean you know the money's there i go and take yeah it. one I mean, very mistaken. go ahead uh, one very important takeaway from what cody said that <clears throat> you might have sorry about that you might have like flipped over what he said he has friends that do the same thing you said you have a group of buddies us three hosts we were a similar nucleus a lot we saw a lot of different stuff now but when we were starting you know six seven months ago or at least getting together we were a very similar nucleus. And I think that shows one, the power of social media and two, there's enough to go around. And three, that because you're, you and your buddies are located in different areas brought together by social media, there's enough for you to eat. And it's, you're heavily incentivized to help each other out more because then there's, you guys each find more items, share with each other and everyone wins more. Very, very big point of view or very important point that you were, I don't know how you met them. It's probably like Facebook groups or just Instagram in general, that kind of stuff actively outbound putting stuff out helping people and that brought stuff to you back you know i've been doing social media every day coming on three years and i feel like i put out a decent amount of stuff and it it's far outweighed by what i've gotten back by knowledge knowledge and just you know networking and all that it's amazing yeah that's that's miles favorite favorite point we talk about that a lot of having a group of friends Um, so it's i i think it, it would make it so much less enjoyable not having it yeah like un- unbelievably less because it's so hard to yeah. find you know like what do you tell people like in real life when they ask you what you do <laughs> i tell them i'm in e-commerce and that's yeah, what i say I've, too I've, yeah I've that's what i say with, too like i've been trying to get a warehouse in miami i finally am closing on one but every time they ask me i just go e-commerce yeah, yeah. Just... it's just so <laughs> well that well the way you put it there that just sounds sketchy well no i'll <laughs> say e-commerce because <laughs> it's like an i don't want to say it's annoying but it's because people don't understand that i'd say the majority of amazon buyers that have Prime have accounts, no idea that they, they're most likely supporting a small business they don't understand fba there's a high chance it's coming from or it was like 50 50 it's coming from yeah a third i mean party. Everyone, everyone has a different percentage but it's somewhere and somewhere it's there. and it's being packaged by someone in their garage like if people knew <laughs> like the things we like we're in a garage we're sweating we're, we're packing <laughs> these things like it, it's just crazy but yeah like, this summer this sorry what this summer i was on vacation with a few friends and i was printing out labels in their kitchen 
Because I was yeah. I was getting home the next day and I was gonna ship their merch and field stuff. And I was like, Yeah, you know, when you buy something on Amazon, there's a good chance it's someone in their kitchen just printing out labels like this. I did that in Disney World. That. I was printing out MF labels in Disney World because I would they would have been late if I didn't. I was fine. <laughs> but getting back to that friends thing, another important thing that I know Miles has talked about from his favorite YouTuber, Mr. Beast, is when you're when you have a close circle of friends or acquaintances doing the same thing, you're talking every day each person is making different mistakes. So you're able to learn sure, yeah. that much faster throughout the business. Cause you're able and, to yeah, learn each from their mistakes having their own successes. And, and you're able to share your mistakes and then you're able to succeed together, hopefully. Yeah. And, and by the, I, I think it's important to say too, it's building your personal brand and like putting out the dumb reels and the different things that I'm trying to do. Cause I want to build, you know, I want, I, I want a million followers or, or at least one more than miles. Is that the goal? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Miles has been growing. So, I mean, he's Cody, how many up. followers do you have right now on Instagram? I think I have 5,200 or 50. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Garrett's actually gaining on you fast, dude. You got to get your game up. No, Garrett. And Twitter, too. You've been on Twitter. You've been uh, NFT DJing on Twitter. Yeah. I, I, that, that's more just for fun, though. But I've um, been posting some <laughs> banger reels. If anyone's following, I've been posting some bangers. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. You're, you know, <laughs> um, where your clothes at that was funny um so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i think per- there's building your personal brand which is you know a cool thing and, and i'm doing it but there's also just like networking like oh yeah i would like, say yeah. they're the exact same thing i would honestly consider them literally the exact same thing i, I think that you don't have to want to have a million followers to to message i have people that will message me and say you know what do you think about this or blah, blah, blah. And then I have people that I'll message. I'll just send them like a, just a banger, just like a, a crazy bolo that you can make a lot of money on. And then I'll just send the shh emoji. And, <laughs> and, and, and what I'm saying is, Hey, you know, I want to be friends with you. I want to, you know, like, let's talk. And, you know, um, I was on a, a one of these with um, Jameson. Uh, is it Philippi? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, Good really like that. The yeah. Pikachu guy that went to the ASD, um, really like that guy. Like I, I, like I can just tell, you know, so me and him are kind of going back and forth and like, are we going to, are we, are we friends now? And uh, he said <laughs> yeah. a couple of really cool leads and I've sent him cool, you know, so I, I think they're like, networking is good in any industry like you don't like you don't yeah. have to like it yeah you can plug and play that same strategy in almost any you know in the insurance world i did the same thing you know there so heavily regulated the, for that stuff that's what the events uh that's what the events are all about like miami 2021 like yep like the like the majority purpose of that event like at least for i know when we were going it was obviously to learn but for the most part for me it was really just to network meet everyone in person say hi yeah, put a true. face behind the behind the username and and just and just speak to people in person it's very powerful. yeah like we have a we have a 32 man group chat unfortunately instagram only lets you do 32 people and like 14 Miles of them were people. in we're in my yeah it, it's a kind of it's been going for like a year and a half yeah danny danny was the first member um but yeah cody's and <laughs> we got a, a whole a whole squad in there but yeah i mean and honestly we don't really talk too much about amazon in there it's mostly just like you know, lifestyle stuff and whatever, but it's, yeah, it's it, probably the opposite of what you'd expect. No, but it, <laughs> it, it comes up. The Amazon stuff comes up. And when it does, you have like a lot of right immediately minds. like 10 or 15 people looking exactly. at it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, true. Jake helped me a ton. Um, you know, like just because I put out some piece of content and Miles is like, Hey, this guy's kind of cool or funny or dumb or whatever you thought. And you put me in your group chat. I met Jake. Jake helped me a ton. 
Garrett's helped me a ton. Um, you know, I, obviously I like you guys, but you know, uh, <laughs> but but Carter, you know, me and me and Carter, you know, are, have become partnered good. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and like it fits and it makes sense and like I think there's a you know a long term you know benefit to both of us there. Like, and you've never cool met. Cool. You've never met Carter in person, I'd assume, right? We've met once, you know, briefly for a day or nope. two there. I'm not sure just, that guy's not a robot or something. Some, some, yeah, I, think, I think Carter's the ghost of Instagram. He doesn't show up anywhere, yeah. but he's always around. No, I think he is a robot. He works like 24-7. He's always on his laptop. Yeah. Cody, so getting back to your, your sourcing trips, how how many hours do you think would go into putting a trip like that together in terms of accommodations, obviously developing the product base, the whole, the whole shebang? Yeah, well, I have to give props to my wife because um, she's way smarter than me and she's also like on things. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, as far as like accommodations and like, uh, you know, I probably put like an hour into it. You know, she probably, she probably planned, you know, probably double or triple that, you know, she comes up with the destination and you find the products to make it worthwhile. Yeah. How much, how much do you spend on like an average trip? Would you say like really just averaged out? Yeah. If we're not splurging, we, we have a two night roll. So we, Mm -hmm. uh, we don't want to drive somewhere if we're not staying. Oh, I meant on inventory. I meant on inventory, inventory. Uh, I see. Yeah. 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 That's, it just depends. Like, uh, like even if it's 3000, like, Dude, if you have your credit card strategy right, you can pay for both hotel nights off off like five cans. Off the points you'll make. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Like it would done well, like studied, like Reddit, Reddit thread studied, like blog study. You can you can do some serious work with the points. Well, you, you like, I've stayed been- in yeah, I've like I've stayed like 15 nights for free, no fees, zero dollars nice. this year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was, just, I was gonna say you have a new goal, right? To spend on your your new Amex. 50 grand baby so so where'd you come up with that number was that just well because that's what they limit you to after okay. 50 grand they don't give you two percent anymore they only give you one percent so oh it's 50k across the year once again another reason to go biz gold but we got the gold card we'll I, think it's I think it's 100 hey. <laughs> four times, four times okay back right. up to 150. i might be there next year we're spending so much money now like uh sometimes i look, <laughs> I look down and i'm like Holy crap. Like, like no exaggeration. I spent like four grand yesterday. Um, <laughs> a lot of it with RA stuff, you know? Um, so, you know, it's, it's good. And I've, you know, uh, that, that was the shipment that I put out on my story, but like, it, it's exciting. Uh, yeah. Like you see those numbers and you're like, yeah. me two years ago would freak oh the my, Oh my so God. We, oh, yeah. dude, dude, two years ago, two years ago, yeah. Danny and I were thrifting books literally we, like this night, yeah. two years ago, we were pro- like, Danny was lifeguarding and I was going to yeah. library. Yeah, sales. actually. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. How the numbers are like. Oh, you get so numb to it so quick. Like I might not. Hit then you get used to them at the same time. I'm like so so yeah. upset. Yeah, like. And then if you say that to people that aren't in the Amazon space, it's like, it's like, who are you? You're doing. Work. Yeah, you just gotta get numb <laughs> yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. got it. Somebody was uh, ragging on your your business partner, uh, Warner Build the Profit. He it was like, um, you didn't really you didn't really make fifty k fifty thousand yeah like. Like, bro, like you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, like yeah. I, I actively know people who are doing like 150 like a month, and that's like their regular month. You know, like, like I know them like one on one, like you know, like, like yeah. not that crazy. People man. like that just like to go on Instagram or, or social media in general and just what the, yeah. trolls? the trolls yeah we don't we haven't had yeah, any yeah, yeah, we yeah. haven't um, had any any angry people in our YouTube comments yeah. yet. Cody, but we have we haven't had a dislike. On any of our podcasts. Oh, you keep oh, saying it. You're gonna change it. it. Oh, that's it. twice. Don't say that. It happened. 
I think we brought that up on um we last last episode. I thought Yeah, about, I Tuesday think. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, one of these times someone's going to do it. Oh. But anyways, Cody, so in terms of maybe your one to three year plan, where do you see yourself taking Amazon or is this kind of your 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 comfort zone or do you want to keep growing or change business models? What's your what's your plan for the next three? Yeah. We've got to a good fallback point, you know, like you, you play a video game. Uh, I don't play many video games, but like when I, when I used to play video games, you get, you, you play and then you, if you die, you know, you just go this back. This is your default setting. So like, right. I, I think I could do this, you know, like worst case, everything goes to crap. Like I, I could, I could just pick up and do what I'm doing, you know, um, and, and fall back to this. So, um, you know, I, the big risk that we're taking right now is uh, we're trying to figure out a way to prep. So um, that's where you literally buy instead of buying from walmart.com and having them, you know, online arbitrage it to your house and then you send it to Amazon, um, you buy it from Walmart and send it to a prep center um, and, uh, you know, and then they prep it and send it into uh, Amazon for you. It It's the most legitimate way to drop ship uh, kind of if you think about it like that, like you, you yeah. never touch the product. Yeah. So, right, right, right. Um, or not the most legitimate, but the most uh, terms of service with Amazon friendly. Um, so I guess you could say legitimate. Yeah, definitely yeah. legitimate. <laughs> definitely. Legitimate. Yeah, we've had so we've had some success with it. Like uh, you know, like sometimes OA, you can just I mean, you guys know this. Like you can just hit a home run, just like a freaking just crazy. You know, uh, and and you can spend a lot of money doing that. Um, I, one to three years. Um, I you know I have a nonprofit that I want to um, you know really get to at some point. And then, uh, you know, I have other business ideas and things I want to, you know, open with, um, you know, different people, like, you know, friends and whatnot. Um, I'd like to be doing Amazon OA to prep. Um, I'd like my time to be part-time doing it. And I'd like to have a purchaser, um, you know, that's really focused on doing a good job at that. I'd like to be doing two, maybe three million a year. I don't, I don't really want to be a 50 million a year operation. That's not really in my heart. Like I, I'd like to be you know, two or three, I think would really take care of my family and provide enough, you know, meat on the bone to have good employees and, 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 you know, turn it, turn a solid profit. Um, and then be able to focus my time on the family or, you know, like I said, other businesses. Yeah. But the Amazon's the cash cow that's going to fund right. all that. I like exactly. That. Yeah. So for- and uh, credit card points, Rakuten, you know, all, and- all those things. Really oh, adds up. Adds credit, up. credit card yeah. points are amazing. They're amazing. It's just crazy. It's just like, hey, we will we will pay you money if you'll just slide our card instead of a debit card. Yeah, yeah. By the way, if you don't pay us back in thirty days, we own your soul. You know, so like that. Yeah, yeah. But well, this is yeah. as long as you're paying them back on time. It's very important. Uh, yes, it's important. So, Do you ever see your your kids getting more involved with the business? I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to pressure them into anything. Uh, like I like I want them to be able to. Um, you know, just be kids. And if they're attracted to it, I'd love to, um, you know, uh, I'd love to have them, you know, and, 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 and but I, I wouldn't say I'm really grooming them for anything like that. Like I, I, just want, I just want them to be kids. That's a weird word. I shouldn't have said that. That was a weird word. Grooming little minions. I'm so sorry. Um, but um, yeah. All the rules, Cody. <laughs> yeah, true. My computer, my, my B. Um, uh, but, um, you know, I, I want them to be able to just be kids and, you know, choose yeah. whatever. So, so for, for lack of a better word, you're more so trying to automate the process of, <laughs> of what you have going on right now. Trying to be more hands off. I, 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 I was, whatever. The way you couldn't come out. up with a better word, really? I, that was the best. So you're, so you're, so you're trying to be more hands off. 
with the uh, with the process and just kind of maybe focus on other things, other businesses you said. Any ideas you'd wish to share with the audience? Maybe you got fresh business idea for someone? Um, yeah, I'm thinking about a trucking company. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, jump in. <laughs> jump in. Um, no, so, uh, you know, I've got a couple ideas. I, I have a, um, an idea for private label that I've done a good amount of research oh, on. Nice, uh, nice. Oh, wow. That's, we, I know Garrett's been talking about that. I've been talking about that. I think Miles as well. That's something we're all interested in. It's a scary yeah, right. world, but it's, uh, but if you can, if you can piecemeal it, like if you're already doing Amazon and you can, you can, you know, kind of sidestep into it. Like, I, I think there's, you know, that, that takes away a lot of the risk that other people have. I, I think that's the advantage we all have. Uh, and I think any Amazon sellers that are doing RAROA is you already know the Amazon knowledge of selling on the platform. You know, you understand the Keepa and everything. So I think that's right. definitely an advantage people have instead of going from no knowledge on Amazon straight to private label as opposed to, you know, what we're doing, going, going to private label. Is that like yeah. a, a 22 totally thing true. or is that like a farther out than that? Yeah. I think one to two years is so short. And I think that a lot of people don't realize how short a time frame that is. So for me, like if I can, you know, if I can, um, you know, just hit the, you know, it, what's in my head, I, I'd like to double my profits and I'd like to scale back my time from this crazy number that I'm not even going to say out loud to maybe like 40 or 50 hours a week. Uh, you know, if, if I could, if I could really pull that off, like I would be super happy. I think five or 10 years, you know, um, I have no idea what's going to happen. You know, I, uh, uh, I'm a Christian and um, I, I believe that um, just from what I've felt and heard, like in prayer and like um, times I've spent, you know, um, with that, like, I feel like there's big stuff out there that I'm supposed to get to. And um, I don't know how I'm going to get there. You know, I, I don't really know the the five or 10 year plan. That's like drawn out pretty like on my whiteboard. Yeah. But there are things in my heart that are just like just crazy dreams that, um, you know, I just kind of have faith. I have to have faith that I'll, I'll get there and actually be able to, you know, live in that. So. Yeah. And with whatever you wanted to go into a lot of the skills, I think, or at least some of them will translate from what you're doing right now, whether it's like, just internet-based in general, like pretty much everything's internet-based or the internet can help it a lot. Content that you're willing to pick up the camera and press record, 99.9% of people won't do that because they're afraid of what people say. You've already conquered that, point, you yeah. know, all that. Like uh, you've already, <laughs> so, well, no, con- the, the, we can all agree and Danny has never done it. So he doesn't know. The hardest part is just pressing record the first time. Sure. Yeah. And just, you know, like it really I'm is like a shadow right now. You know, I'm just in the background. Uh, I, I live in the social world through miles. Miles connects me to people <laughs> I need to be connected, which I'm very thankful for. Well, I don't know that everybody has to do the personal brand thing. Like, no, everyone doesn't yeah. at all. And not yeah. everyone will. And that's why it's lucrative. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. And, and I think not everybody's going to have the influence that comes from it either. You know, um, if, uh, you know, I think about like, me putting out a story two years ago it was like 37 people and like oh, 34 and- of them didn't give a crap about you know like, <laughs> now you know like what it's kind of turned into is like i'm like able to really help people like if i put oh, out yeah content, like i can actually create you know like and well, it feels good 
Yeah, you get numb to it, but it but when you think about the amount of people, you know, you you answering questions in the DMs, like none of that stuff existed like 15 years ago. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't just get even, help the way you can. Five today. years ago. <laughs> yeah, it, it was ago. way, yeah, way it was way different. Yeah. And you think like I it's very second nature for like us to just answer questions from like honestly strangers that they just ask, like, you know, that's kind of just what we do. Like it feels good when you when you kind of think about it sometimes, but you really kind of get numb to it too. Cody, is that your main motivation? And this could be for Miles too. I mean, it, like, really, what's the motivation behind the personal brand? Is it the, just the helping people? Is it? I mean, I'm not gonna sit here. Life? I'm not gonna sit here and say it's just like, but there's a lot of things. But it's it's kind of second nature at this point. But yeah, I mean, it's just a tool. It's a tool like anything else. You know what I mean? Like, you put stuff out that you think will help people. You know, it does, or sometimes it doesn't. Whatever, and good stuff comes back to you. So I I kind of just see it as a tool. Yeah. How are you, Cody? I would say um, my primary, like the first, the first reason that I, that I really decided that I wanted to put content out and like really like try to connect with the world um, was I think there's three to five people on the earth right now that I'm going to build like hundred million dollar businesses with potentially. And um, you know, there's going to be like a long-term trust with those people and things are just going to connect and um, it's going to make sense. And I don't think I'll meet, or I don't think I'll meet them as fast or um, that I'll meet them in the same, you know, I, I think it speeds the process up of, you know, forming new relationships with people and in business, you know, like that's huge, you know, like that's like everything. A, it's literally everything for me. Like the life how, um, that. How long have you been putting out content? Um, well, uh, I don't know. I haven't done it. I don't know if I've done it well yet. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, I, I've probably really been doing something with it since, since I started at our Bola group, um, maybe a little before that. So I was actually going to be a fitness page. <laughs> really? That's interesting. Uh, yeah, that, that was like that I was doing CrossFit at the time and I was like, I'm just going to document this, you know, like I look cool when I do a clean and jerk and so I'm going to, you know, um, uh, and, uh. And then it kind of, it, it turned more towards the financial when my side hustle took off. And, um, and then I, you know, that's where McCarson method reseller came. And then I later, you know, changed it to. Ah, yes. I was, I was going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of explained it. Yeah. That's, and for <laughs> those of you who want to follow code, we'll obviously touch on that at the end, but it's Cody underscore does underscore Amazon. Do you still have the NFT profile picture? Uh, I do on Twitter, not do on, on Twitter. Gotcha. Man. On Instagram, I uh, I got I got my butt kicked with an NFT project, and uh, really, I'm, I'm, I'm sore about it. You and got rugged really? or what? Well, I got rugged on one, and then oh, the other. We one, hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Hate to see it. it was very sad. Was it? Um, was it bad? It was bad. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. So are you are you off the NFT market now? No, actually, no. I'm like a, I'm like a, um, a gambling addict. I, uh, I'm we still Danny is as well. Uh, I'm in the group chat actually. Cody's NFT chat. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know you were in there. Yeah, you added me too because I think I, I put up a story asking what. NFT oh, what NFT? Like, like over yeah. a month ago. And, and I told you V friends, and V friends is up like a crazy amount, like overall. And I, you know, I told you to invest in, in Bitcoin 2016, but not everyone listened, so. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me to invest in Bitcoin? No, he actually did in high school. I so we can really so I remember Danny talking about it, me just not even listening, but like I heard a couple words which translate, which was like Bitcoin Tron, that kind of thing. It's funny, but he were talking to another kid and I was in the room at the time. 
<laughs> so yeah, 20, 2016. One of the things I tweeted was my, my crackhead cousin told me to invest in Bitcoin and then some businessman in the um, community told me to do something else. I forget what it was. It was like, <laughs> be careful who you listen to. I should have listened to that. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. Very All true. right. So I think uh, we've pretty much covered everything then, boys. Yeah. Anything, yeah. Cody, anything else you want to say to the audience? Where, you got to give us the catchphrase. Where can the people find you at? Give us all, all your socials. Hold on, let, let, let me try to let me try to just like condense some value for for some all people, right? Because right? I, I know you, you guys it. have beginner followers. So, um, if you are currently doing like five or ten k a month or less, like if you're like if you're you know at that, uh, I don't want to say bottom tier, but like if you're 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 not doing the crazy number these guys are doing, like don't get intimidated about that. Like just work on your own business. Um, I would say you need ASAP. Like as soon as possible, you need to get to the point where you have too many products to buy. Um, so like if you're sitting around and you don't know what to buy, you're not doing it right at all. Like, like the chemistry of your whole business is wrong. Um, if you're, you know, if, if that's where you are, so like priority, number one, get to a place where you have too many things to buy. And the way you do that is, you know, uh, network, join Bolo groups, join OA lead list, go to Walmart, scan a thousand things or pay somebody to go to Walmart and scan a thousand things. Uh, you know, like, like that's like, super duper important you know um and then you know the other thing i would say is just like pure motivation stuff like just work harder than everybody else like just outwork everybody uh like i, I didn't say how many that, hours, yeah. i didn't say how many hours i'm working but like i have this and then something else that you know another project that i don't talk about like like i'm working my face off you know and um that's the reason that i've been able to go from you know uh the situation i was in two years ago to a better situation now is just because i'm i'm outworking you know a lot of people so i would say just like hustle your face off and, and don't don't be afraid to to do that um so uh, those are my two pieces of advice. oh uh, the other piece of advice find products that you can go vertical on or like go deep with um, Ooh, i like that i really like that's going to be a good clip just as the next one was i like that terminology though yeah it yeah everybody's trying to go like, and that's crazy if you think like like if you can find something that you can go deep on you can schedule a hundred ra family trips yeah. or you can you know um like like you can, you know, you guys talk about replenishables. Like I have a friend who has like six to 10 items in their store and they're outselling me, you know, and uh, you know, like, that's amazing to me, you know, that's a better business than mine, you know, if you can figure that out. So like find stuff that you're not scared to go, you know, go deep on. So. All right, yeah, cool. So cool. where can the, where can the people find you? Um, at Cody does Amazon on Instagram uh, and then at Arbola group. Yep. Um, and if they have any questions about your store or anything, I assume they can hit you up. You've been very helpful for all of us. I'm sure. That yeah. will be the same for them. All right, catchphrase. Let's hear it. <laughs> Work super hard. Enjoy your family. Go sell some crap on the internet, baby. All right. Yes, yeah, sir. We will see you guys in the next one. Appreciate <laughs> it.